0: Hello and welcome to episode number 153, Armin Show Podcast, in the place to be April 2, 2018. We are in the second quarter of 2018. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you on here. One thing I want to mention on this episode, even if I've mentioned it before, is doing things one at a time. Don't need to do everything all at once. Don't need to think about everything all at once. The main thing to do as a person is, what's this one thing I want to do? Let's do that or what can I do to start doing that or what puts me in a good position to do that and then handle just that thing or just the beginning of that thing. Little small stuff. Anytime you make it larger, sizable, too many things all at once, you're less likely to do. There's too much friction. It's not happening. You leave it for later or it's not done. That's not good. That's like the brick-by-brick building a wall concept. Glad to have all the listeners on here. It's nice to have various listeners to the show. It shows in the statistics I hear from some of you after listening, which is nice and quite cool. Because then it's I'm not just speaking to a blank world, but I never view the world as a blank world. But when it's also represented by information and data that's cool too now other than building things one by one i want to discuss a separate topic i hope you enjoyed by the way the guest episode with titan wonderful stuff there he brought us into some of the stuff that's popular with youth today gaming competition obviously activity and sports has been popular with people for a long time but electronic gaming has only picked up the last 20 years really. And the last five years publicly with big numbers and it'll continue to have large viewerships and advertising and competitions and prizes, things of that nature. So it's nice to connect with those. Titan, very calm individual thinks through what he's saying. And also competitive. Calm and competitive. The two C's of Titan. Onward we go. Now, this one, we do not have a guest. It's me. So my guest is the other thoughts of mine in this one. What do I want to represent on this episode? The concept here is never let yourself get into the headspace where you're not efficient. So... Let's say something happens to you during the day. You could react to it in with sadness or anguish or uh, less focus or whatever, in ways that you cope with it, but that makes you less efficient. Okay, but actually what's gonna get you moving forward is continuing forward. So the main thing to not lose is your momentum, your efforts, that's it. If something occurs and it's not good, all right, then it's on the path. You include it to the set. Great. But don't let it diminish your energy or momentum, because now let's say, for example, the analogy to this is you get sick for a while and you're not running and you don't use your leg muscles while you're sick. Well, now it's a double loss. Even when the sickness goes away, now you go to go running and you are less able to run. There's obviously more extreme examples of this, but you lost another thing during the time. This is what you want to avoid. Let's say you're sick. Maybe still go for that run. Maybe do a lighter run. Don't change so much in extreme response to what happens. You want your flow to continue unless you're completely immobilized and just stuck. You're right there. You're in a trapped cage, locked down, can't move, which is when your instincts will kick in and you'll respond with good old evolution built into all of us. Other than that, you want to keep rolling so the momentum never lets up. It's like a train and you don't want that train to slow down much. Let's say a bug hits the windshield of the train. The train could wait for the next stop to clean the windshield. Maybe it has a thing where a person can slow down and a person can clean it from the front. I don't know. I'm trying to make an example here. What you don't want to do is stop the train prematurely, even before the next stop, to clean that off. Unless it's drastic, like window crash, the air going through the train is messing up the dynamics, the aerodynamics. Other than that, You want to keep rolling. You won't be as effective, slightly, but it's way better than if the whole train stops. So this is almost a message about not letting your whole train stop, letting maybe a little piece not be there. Maybe it's not as effective, but you don't want the whole thing immobilized. That is a heavy loss. And then you have to catch up and build up your momentum again, which takes a lot. Like when you're running. You run, run, run. When you stop running, getting back running is quite an effort. Cars even do this. If you notice mileage, when you're countering the forces of friction from a stop, stop and go traffic is the worst because of that. You're always fighting against that terrible friction. But going from 60 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour, not a big deal. Cars are great at that. We are great at that. Almost all all organisms are great at that. So... Work with the physics of the world by not letting your momentum fly away. Yeah. And drink water, obviously, is something I always want to toss in there. Should I tell a story related to this? No, I gave a few analogies there, which is good. Now, in a separate context, I got a little bit sunburned on a hike. Do I recommend it? No, I wouldn't have gone that long on a hike normally. So... I take that into account for future instances. You can't correct what occurred. All you can do is adjust for future instances when something didn't fit you. Because the thing didn't matter, but repeating it 100 times would matter. You can make a mistake or multiple mistakes, but you want to adjust and not repeat them because now it really has an impact on you. One or two times or whatever, great. Not a big deal. Once you start noticing it, that's when you kick into overdrive and respond to the changes. I like when it's not too sunny, by the way, separately from that. Yeah, I like the rain, clouds, and colder weather. I'm fond of those. They are nice. And the mountains get a little greener, which is cool. Moss and small little, little green short plants on the hills enjoyable. Now on the tail end here, I want to add in a little bit from Skin in the Game, the book I had mentioned recently. I haven't really read it, but I've been looking at parts of it. It's by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. And I want to talk about one thing, the title of chapter two in this book, which is about skin in the game, investing in what you do. It's called The Most Intolerant Wins, The Dominance of the Stubborn Minority. On the back of the book, or somewhere, it talks about how minorities are what we respond to. So, in our society, we are not run by the majorities that we always talk about. We are actually most impacted by the minorities that speak out a lot. Those are the people, the loud individuals, the ones with the large statements. So, actually, the majority is not making a loud procession if you will. The majority is not vocal. A large percentage of our population's everywhere. Not that vocal. But it's a select few in this category, this category, that category. They speak on behalf of them and larger groupings. Their voice is multiplied beyond themselves. And from the chapter title I think it's called the stubborn intolerant, or something like that because they're saying i'm not gonna deal with this and there's like a stubborn nature to it so they have more of that oomph than other people that aren't speaking out and so who are you gonna listen to the loud voice or the voice or the silence silence is not gonna be turned into a video or a news article or a Who knows? A message. There's nothing to do with it. It just existed. But the loud thing, you can turn that into a popular content that is shared. So that's where it goes to. Why did I bring this up? Well, I feel like it's pretty accurate. The majority is not so loud. And also it's saying if you have a thing that you feel, one that's you, that's you representing yourself, go speak it out there, I know some people who have different interests in a specific category, and they go talk about it, and either they'll get some alteration happening in society in some form, or maybe at some point they'll figure out like, oh, maybe this this was valuable to message about, or it wasn't, Whatever it is, you feel it after a while. So you might have a feeling, I want to do something. Then you do it. Then you can get a feeling, was it worth doing that? Did I get a message across? What came out of it? But you don't know that until you try. So you're getting results, informatively at least, to yourself. So that's why that group will always be more represented. Vocalization is much more able to be connected with than lack of vocalization. The alternative and i'll close it there i should probably read into the book when applicable i will get more into it it's got some great content this one and another new book there's so many books so i guess i am back into the book interests never quit the things that matter to you because one day this is a key one i mentioned if you quit the things that matter to you because of some short-term life thing you're the one who has regret later nobody else everything else moves along and you're just left feeling like, wait a minute, I could have done this, 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 and this. And that's the worst feeling because you cannot return to that time. Let others, let, let it be outside that people are like, oh, how dare you, this, that. That's fine. But don't let it be internal that you didn't do something you wanted to do. It's the battle. It's the battle you must not allow yourself to lose. All right. I'll close up the episode here. This has been episode 153. Armin Show podcast in the building, and we are out.